Welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where Bachelor superfans and sisters, Alex and Sarah, discuss all things Bachelor Nation, typically with a glass of rosé in hand, our two true passions. So sit back with us, sip rosé with us, and enjoy the journey with us. I literally was about to just say the same thing. (laughs) This episode pulled me in so many different directions. I'm so tired. I could not concentrate all day. Mm -hmm. I, because I also couldn't quite nail down my feelings about it all. I have a lot of people in my life. Rubbing her temple (laughs) right now. (laughs) Luckily, I got you. Now I watch The Bachelor ahead of Alex because I'm on the East Coast. She's on the West Coast. And it ended and I stared at my TV for like five minutes with my jaw dropped. And then I texted her and I was like, it's absolutely bananas. Like I, (laughs) all I could say is that I'm in utter shock. It is, I actually think it's the most insane episode I've ever seen (laughs) of this show. My opinions about people, primarily Claire, were changing with the wind. I, I mean, an extreme wind, you know? Um, I, I I feel like I have whiplash. I feel like maybe I've just gotten off of a roller coaster and then like somebody punched me in the head and I am now <laughs> just sitting, trying to like focus and not make the world feel so shaky. <laughs> yeah I felt kind of like bad after I watched the episode like I couldn't quite but my I was just like I don't start it's so funny you say that I felt the exact same way like I almost felt a little dirty a little icky like something it, it, there was just so well we saw a lot of hard stuff <laughs> um, I yeah I I felt like I felt like the when the episode ended, it felt like the more like a Friday morning in college after like a thirsty Thursday, and I just woke up and I'm just like, oh no! Oh God, what what choices did I make last? Yeah, Friday? yeah. This is the first episode that I've ever watched uh, of any reality show where I really took it on. You know, I felt like I was one of the men. Same. In, yeah. Yeah, like I felt, um, whereas before it's so easy as a viewer to kind of watch and feel a little bit detached and like kind of like, you know, lightly rib on these contestants in the way that we do week to week. But this week I, I, I felt like I was Claire, I was the men, I was Chris Harrison at times. <sighs> yeah. I, I felt like we stepped in the roles of all the people. And I think that's because our how the storytelling went was like, First, they positioned us to sympathize with Claire. And then uh, an obvious shift happened because they want that shift to happen. Like the story changed from Claire's point of view to the men's point of view. So we were first seeing it from her lens and then we saw it from theirs, which is why I think we feel that way. And I've never seen that POV switch happen um, 
so significantly with within one con within one show yeah like i said i'm exhausted um but anyway guys <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on week three or whatever day three sarah whatever you <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's fine here i think this is our last week uh with claire um before it switches to taisha some point in the middle of next next week which will be on thursday i think yeah it won't be airing on Tuesday because of the election. Yes, it'll be on Thursday of next week, which I don't, I guess, I don't know when our episode will come out. We'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> it'll probably come out like on like that Friday or that uh, following Monday. But yes, again, of course, we will keep you posted. Or maybe even like a fun little weekend surprise. I don't know. <laughs> keep us in your feed, okay? <laughs> Just like rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> And and follow follow me on Instagram. Oh, and yeah, and ride with ride in with Biden. Hashtag ride in with Biden. Okay. okay. Let's go through it. Man alive. Okay, let's start <laughs> off with Yosef. Okay, I I think everyone, hopefully everyone is in agreement that this is one of the most evil things I've like we've ever seen on this show. Yosef said some of the worst things to her that I have ever heard be said to any human being. Mm -hmm. It was really strange because he's telling all the guys, he's just like, yeah, like I felt uncomfortable. Not that I agreed with him. I still thought, think he was being a baby. He's like, I felt like uncomfortable about the dodgeball, strip dodgeball. I'm just, I'm going to go talk to her. I, you know, what's so weird is before we even get into what he actually said to her, I thought his frustration with the process wasn't done. Like, it was warranted a little bit. How he felt, like, on a basic level, like, not necessarily about the strip thing. I think that's a load of crap, and I think he just needed something to pin on her. But I I feel like he was picking up on the fact that um, in this high-pressure situation, uh she wasn't necessarily giving men that weren't Dale the time of day. Yeah. And she was perhaps a little too overly sensitive. Um, right. Like I, the thing about like her date when she was like, no one wants to talk to me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could feel weird after that. I did. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I think, but there is a way to approach that. But what he wanted to do, but what this was actually about was he was feeling emasculated because she called him out last week and he was embarrassed. So what he did and how he approached it was, I'm going to try to humiliate this person. I want this person to feel like garbage and I am going to use every single angle to try and hurt her. And boy, did he. Well, he used every everything in the book and you know, also, beyond just what he said to her. So he's starting to get into like explaining it's, and you're kind of like, okay. And then it starts getting like kind of mean. And he, um, he did say like, you know, I, I don't know how you could expect me to do. Well, no, no. First he was like, I've gone through a lot to be here. I had to leave my family or my daughter. And she was like, I totally get it. Like my mom is dying. And he was like, hand up 
um, please let me finish speaking. And like, didn't even acknowledge that her mother was dying. And then, and then same thing. He's like, you know, it's, it would be hard for me to have been on that date. And my daughter have to see that on TV. And she acknowledged, and she was like, that's exactly why I didn't put you on that date because I wouldn't want to put you in that situation. And you know what was happening? She was being so reasonable. Yes. Two initial things because he was just like, I had to leave my daughter. She's like, I get it. My mom's dying. He's like, no. And she was was like, well, I I didn't want to disappoint my daughter. I know. That's why you weren't on the date. Stop. Like, and so he had to overcompensate. Yes. I got to go jugular because she's being too reasonable right now. Yes, Alex, that's the, that, that I think, yes, I think you nailed it. That's how it escalated mm-hmm. to the level that it did. Because, because you're nice to him. Wow, <laughs> you're right. That's exact. because I was watching, I was like, how did we get from there to here? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was atrocious behavior. It was so nasty. He's getting made fun of today because now he's like the influencer for an underwear brand and he's like, modeling their underwear I don't even care like whatever okay so like he doesn't like stripping now he does it's just like you the things he said to her were I mean just some of the like I said they were like some of the worst things I've ever heard yeah again it was not about being naked it was about humiliating her like if this was a guy that cared about being naked he wouldn't be sending a jerk off video to the wrong girl when he's actually trying to sext another girl like again and do what you want but don't act like you're the moral high ground but it's not even about that. It was about him wanting to hurt her. So he took the you're unfit to be a mother uh, angle. He took the you're too old, you should be mature angle. He took the you're crazy angle. I mean, he he also just needs a thesaurus because the amount of times he used appalled. <laughs> yeah. Come up with some new words. Um, but I, I, I loved... Claire in this moment because I thought she handled it perfectly because it got to a point where it was beyond anything that could have been considered like um uh what's the word I'm uh the kind of criticism that's like uh wow good Alex the thesaurus apparently yeah oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I am a Yosef um, <laughs> constructive criticism it was beyond the, the point of constructive criticism and it just went into an insulting and once <laughs> she got a handle on it she did shut not shut it down shut it down and beautifully yeah I agree Perfect. I agree perfectly okay. stood in her worth and was just like, you are not worth my time. Get the fuck yeah. out. Of here. I agree. I loved her in this moment. And she does, she does this a lot. Like, like we've seen, we have seen Claire just stick up for herself time and time again. And it's pretty empowering to watch. And then five seconds later, it's like, just making out with Dale. <laughs> Well, I actually liked this moment with Dale. And listen, my we, this was a long episode, but I, I'm just talking about this point in time. I actually appreciated this moment with Dale because what she went through was a trauma um, with this with with, with Yosef, um, and I thought he showed up for her in a way that she needed to be shown up for in that moment. So, in the bubble of what happened 
right after Yosef, I liked the way that Dale was there for her. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't really know how much I want to say. Oh, sorry. Go for it. No. Yeah. I, no, I agree with you. I'm not even trying to like put Dale down in any way. It's just so interesting to see Claire go in seconds from like boss lady to like damsel in distress. I don't necessarily know that like, again, in this point in the episode, again, we, we got a lot, a lot to go, a lot of places that we need to go. But in this moment, I don't necessarily know that having an emotional reaction after you stood in your power yeah, that's fair. is a sign of weakness. I think it's yeah. okay to express that emotion and then be able to move on from it. Um, so I didn't totally, I, I'm okay with it here. What I will say is I don't want Bachelor franchise to give Yosef a platform. I don't want him on TV. I actually, I, we were talking to our dear friend Megan. I don't want him to have a redemptive arc in paradise. Like this guy doesn't deserve to be on our screens. He's an angry, abusive, horrible person. And he's, I've never been more triggered <laughs> watching somebody on reality TV. I literally almost DM'd him the most fruitless <laughs> way to spend my energy to tell him what a bad person he was. Like yeah. I, I was literally like fuming out of my ears. Like it's the angriest I've ever felt watching something. Yeah. I, I don't know that bachelor producers could have actually predicted something like this, but if they knew like how sleazy and awful he was like, I'm just a little sick of these guys showing up in Bachelorette seasons. Like we don't have a, like, we don't have like a contestant on The Bachelor going on and being like, I don't know, what are guys really insecure about? Like, like talking about their height, how short they are or something like that. And like, like doing things like I've never seen like a contestant on The Bachelor, a woman contestant on The Bachelor, like try with all of her might to humiliate the Bachelor, and I feel like we see this time and time again on The Bachelorette, and I'm just kind of sick of that happening. I understand it in a certain aspect because then we are able to see them, like see these women stand up for themselves and like you said, stand in their power, and it is you know a moment that you get to fall in love with her, but I'm just a little over bad guys being there. I think that might actually be a side effect of, I think the women that of choose. men. On. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I think it's a side effect. Oh, and, and, and don't worry, what I'm about to say is still completely gendered and likely. <laughs> Um, but I think that the women that opt to be on this show are different than the kinds of men who try to be on this show. Like, you kind of get it. Like, there's sort of, like, a financial incentive with women, like, whereas there's a dating incentive with men. So it's going to draw in a different kind of man that it is going to draw in a woman. Like You're right. The women that join are very business-minded because they're looking to, like, up their their personal brand and yeah that's a good point and the guys that are doing it are trying to get laid so they've yeah. got like all this like undealt with you know i think they all have mommy issues but <laughs> especially uh, the one guy oh boy, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> the guy who doesn't get mad um 
<laughs> other Jason. Other Jason. Um, okay. Can we, we talk about other other Jason? Yeah, let's talk about the one-on-one -on -one with Jason. Um, oh, Zach J. Sorry, it's Zach J. Oh, it is Zach J. I don't know why I thought it was Jason. He feels Jason. He feels like a Jason, but it's Zach J. You're right. You're right. So this is when this is when tables start to turn. <laughs> this is where it gets weird, actually. Where like so I'm like, yes, Claire, 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 Claire. 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 <laughs> I know this is where the whiplash happens. Then I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I felt so bad for him. I felt so okay. So I first of all, she's not present. She's like he's like trying to have like fun giggly moments with her getting pedicures and all that and she's just like giving she's giving him nothing and they just like sit in the pool and have like the dogs run around this should have been like the best date of all time getting pedicures and then like hanging out in the pool with the dogs also he seemed really sweet with the dog just i really really like this guy i think a lot of people do what i'm seeing on twitter and stuff and I thought he, I, she says that he was nervous and i get that that was making her anxious but I think it was making her anxious because she was not willing to be in a place to be patient with him. Like, I think he's anxious because he likes you and this is his like only extended period of time with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, the whole time I just like, and he was so, even when he was uncomfortable, like when he was like getting his feet tickled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, he was like, um, he's like, she asked, she's just like, are you not used to doing stuff like this? And he's like, it's a little out of my comfort zone, but I'm like really happy to be here and try this new thing. Like it's exactly what you would want somebody. Yeah, she like, want them it have. felt like she thought it was strange that he had never had a pedicure before. Yeah. She was like, I'm sorry. Have you ever done this? She's well, looking go, for okay. anything. Yeah, she's she giving this guy nothing, nothing. So I had to rewind the kiss three like four times. times. Yep, Alex did it four times. Okay, I he just went in and in and in, and it, then it was like a force field, and Claire stopped. Like Claire was like no closer. And she said he backed away. He he did not back away. He did not back away. I he didn't back. He was completely in it. Like he was I, in it. And also, like by the way, like kisses aren't perfect. Like sometimes no. it's like it never is. Like that whole like hitch bullshit. It's like yes, don't force plant one on her but in terms of like the 80 20 or whatever like it's sometimes 60 40 like whatever it is like sometimes you misjudge how close the person's face is to you but everything about that guy's energy was I cannot wait to freaking kiss this girl maybe I'm a little nervous but I'm stoked to do this and instead she just like she acted like he was disgusted by her and Again, he shouldn't have grabbed her, but I feel like it was such a reaction to her being like, ooh, you don't want me. And he's like, no, I, I he's want He's trying her. to show her that he wants her. Yeah, I totally... Yeah. Like, he was so confused. And I just... The fact that she didn't even show up 
to tell him that she was uncomfortable. Like she made him felt like he had done something so morally wrong. And I don't want to take away from what her own past trauma has been. Right. But so, yeah, I think so. One, first, I can't believe that you said something bad about Hitch. Greatest movie of all time. <laughs> that was it. appalling. <laughs> appalling. Ah, appalling. <laughs> yeah, appalling, and I'd never want you to be the mother of my child. Because... Oh, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, no, jokes, jokes, jokes. Anyway. No, I don't want to be the mother of your child. <laughs> Great. Great. I'm really glad that we are on the same thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, this could have ended so different this could have ended so differently. And this is, I think, a good segue into like, you know, our Dale of it all. If she had just shown up and allowed, allowed to be freaked out by the grabbing. You're right. I don't want to like diminish like any, like her traumas and what triggers are absolutely not. But to show up and be like, listen, I like, here's, here's what happened. Like I, I had felt you, whatever she, maybe whatever she felt with him pulling away, I had felt you pulling away when I wanted to walk away, when I get pulled or tugged or grabbed, like, Mm -hmm. like that, it, it triggers something in me and I just had to walk away and you know, like it, it explain, I know I agree for her not to show up. So this, this is my overall anger with her. I think we'll get into like the Dale now is like, she is demanding respect from all this men, which she should be all, Absolutely. she should demand respect, but she does not give it in return. Based on what we are seeing, she does not give it in return. Yeah. And in this instance, she didn't want to kiss him because she was thinking about somebody else. Sorry, what I'm about to say might be horrible. I have a controversial comment also. And she tried to make him feel like a bad person rather than accepting any of the responsibility. Mm. But Zach isn't a bad person from what we've seen. From what we've seen, yeah. I think he's a, certainly confused. Um, maybe not the most emotionally intelligent. Maybe he made a bad choice, but I still think he is kind enough to uh, and uh, to have a conversation with him. I'm really struggling with what to say here because I think as women, it's not totally on us to explain to men why certain things yeah. are okay. But it's also yeah. like, I really do I felt like he was deserving of a little bit more compassion. And that's just how I feel. No, I agree. I, I totally agree. And, and, you know, like we said, I do think some of like the craziness that we've seen this episode too has to deal, like we've been talking so much, like the, the lengths that these men had to go through to actually be here. Yosef, I don't care. I don't give a shit what you had to go through. <laughs> and then you have to go be sent on a plane home. I don't care. But for the most part, these men, from what we've seen, seem like good guys and I, and and just human beings that have had to go through a lot, like much of the world, uh, most, uh, all of the world, what am I saying <laughs> this, this year? But it was, it was, it's been especially hard to like see them have to like go home. Um, mm-hmm. 
And mm, I feel like I had a comment about it, but (laughs) oh, I think a lot of like stuff that we're seeing now too, like I think people are probably also exhausted because this is like the most activity and interaction that they have had for like six months and like aren't used to like socializing, especially aren't used to dating. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think it's also causing a lot of the stress of what's going on right now, because not only are we in a pandemic, but now they have to like have like these romantic, incredible dates that by the way are lame. Like the dates are lame. (laughs) Which is so funny because I feel like these are the dates that I would actually like to go on. Like I I love a love languages date. I would love a spa (laughs) date. Count me out in dodgeball. Count me out of dodgeball. Uh, But like put me in, like I, whatever. I'm in love, so I don't care. But like I, (laughs) one of my favorite I don't care about anyone else. <laughs> uh, about getting to know my boyfriend during quarantine has been like the exciting things that we can do like within the fences, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Adding, like a new meal, you know, it, like there is sort of this like creative excitement that comes from uh, not being able to do a flashy thing. Um, yes, yes, you're right. It's like when Caitlin Bristow got to go to Costco with... Um, the farmer. What was that guy's name? Chris. <laughs> Chris. Well, oh my God, Sarah. <laughs> Do you need a thesaurus? For- <laughs> Bachelor thesaurus. Okay. So clearly all of these problems are stemming from Dale because he is Claire's one true love. And <laughs> so for the first group date that we kind of glazed over because we were like getting into the one-on-one, but like she set up a group date for the day and then didn't even show up. Okay, this I don't feel like was her fault because she doesn't control what the production schedule is. Like, production had Deanna come there so she could, like, smell Dale's pants or whatever. Like, that was not... I don't feel like that was on her. I feel like all of that stuff, like, in terms of timing, that kind of stuff is beyond her control. With that said, she should have had that in mind and given all of the men equal time that night. Yeah, right. But Dale was just like, he's like, I'm going to take these five minutes. I love you, bros. So here's the thing with Dale in that moment, though. This is, this is what makes him, (laughs) in his words, most suited for Claire because Mm -hmm. he listens. She as we know, she wants to be pulled away immediately. She yep. does not want casual conversation and would like, okay, so who's up first? She wants to be taken immediately. And that is exactly what Dale does. And I'm like, yeah, obviously he's the front runner. <laughs> he, she has been very clear about what she expects. Yeah. This cocktail party. She, he literally just does what she says she needs. Oh, you need this? Okay, let me give it to you. And I felt that so much in in the other date when he, quote-unquote, accidentally walked in on her and Jason. Or, or I can't remember. It wasn't Jason. It was the guy from Langhorn whose name is forget- I'm forgetting right now. But, like, regardless if he did walk in accidentally or not, there was no way in hell he wasn't going over and interrupting because he knows that Claire values that. So, like, even if he did feel weird in that position, I don't think he did, but even if he, but if he did, 
it wouldn't have mattered because he's listening and he knows that she wants to be pulled away by him. This is a classic I'm not here to make friends. And I don't, I don't blame Dale for any of this because of that. He is doing what his girlfriend wants. Yeah, I, whatever. Like, he, he's at least, I don't know what his intentions, nece- like, I, I, I can't peel back the, like, the purity right. of his intentions, but, I mean, he's certainly making it known that he's there for her. I don't know. I, yeah. So yeah. Sorry. Go for it. No, no, no. I was just gonna. I was gonna kind of like transition into the comedy day because like he also was like they're ragging on him. Obviously, he's the butt of every single joke. Um, and but if you are in the power position because you are the obvious front runner, you are vulnerable to be in that position. Yeah, and he seemed whatever about it. Like he wasn't like getting his panties in a fuss, was he? Not him, but Claire certainly was. Obviously, Claire. Okay, really quickly. I'm sorry. I just, I have to bring up one other man because it's the first time that we ever heard him speak and I lost it. So the comedian was uh, Margaret Cho. Oh my God, who looks so beautiful, by the way. Yeah, she looked great. And Joe (laughs) has like one of his like ITM moments. First time, I truly think that we've heard him speak, and he was just like, I'm just really excited to be here. I really don't want to disappoint Margaret Cho. <laughs> That's all we heard. <laughs> well, when your girl's not paying attention to you, <gasps> you have to please. He's uh, like, I'm just like really nervous. I really don't want to disappoint <laughs> Margaret Cho. <laughs> not Claire. Oh, God. I loved it. I thought the joke <laughs> Bennett was hysterical. Bennett is. And not because, not because the jokes were good. <laughs> like, None of them were. None of I them Ben's were. I thought Ben was actually pretty good. I thought Ben's was fine. Ben's was good. Bennett, obviously I'm going to be ripped to shreds because I'm Bennett, but <laughs> not, I'm really looking forward to um, taking some stabs <laughs> at Dale. Was, he went on and on about, about Dale, like, a lot. At, but, but at the end, he was like, and by the way, while you're at it, why don't you come to my hut for some fashion tips? And then he dropped some. <laughs> Bennett is easily my favorite. And I just like, this is why, for, this is why, this is why Claire, you can't make decisions off first impressions. He is such because a sweet little nerd. I think he's so, he's so amazing. I really, he's going to be like around in the franchise. He'll definitely like have some storyline on Paradise if or whatever they end up doing in the future. He's like I don't know. John or something. I mean, he's, he's not as aware as Venmo John and he's a little bit sweeter, but like, yeah, purity of Venmo John, I feel like Bennett has. And like the success of Venmo John, I think that Bennett has. And yeah, he's I, incredible. I love I, that guy. I want him on our TV screens. And I thought all of the gentlemen that night, specifically Ben and Bennett, because Claire, when she pulled them all aside, was like, wow, you really went hard on Dale tonight. Like all of her, even with Ben, Ben was like, I ragged on everybody, but I had one little thing about Dale at the end and it was the only thing that she wanted to talk about. And instead they were like, okay, we totally get your concern is with Dale, but now my time here is with you and I really want to get to know you better. And she was like, yeah, but what did you mean about that one Dale part? <laughs> like, 
Also, if you stay to like the end, like even after like scenes for next week, they did, they went back to Claire's roast and she was vicious. <laughs> she was so mean. She was so mean to show. She said, Brandon, uh, truthfully, I thought he said, Joel, this week, why are you sitting here? <laughs> Very funny. Very mean. <laughs> <laughs> Very. She was pretty good, though. I was, like, pretty impressed by how she delivered those lines. Like, Claire, Claire's got some good comedy timing. Um, but yeah, I also on Bennett, like the delusional level that he's on is he's just like, Claire's like, like this one is so great. Like he is, he is so delusional, but he like does like trust Claire so much. He's like, he's like, guys, Claire's a, I think I wrote it down. Claire's a smart, mature girl. She's going to hear what we said up there and be like, oh man, what's wrong with Dale? Like, I guess I shouldn't keep Dale around because <laughs> she's so smart. She's going to get what we were doing up there. It's like the simplest interpretation of it. It's just like, oh, no, guys, it's because she doesn't know. It's because she doesn't. It's just because she doesn't know that Dale's always talking about himself. <laughs> no, it's okay. We got, guys, it's okay. Once when she knows, she'll, she'll make the right decision. <laughs> so she gives nobody a rose because none of them, quote, gave her what she needed, which was more inf- information about Dale. <laughs> And then she calls Dale her fiance. And this is when, this is when the jaw dropped for me and stayed dropped. I, and this is where, this is where it all came together for me where I'm like, wow, she is asking for all this respect. Again, she should be, but she is not returning it in any way. She is giving zero effort. And for her to walk away and be like, what, I'm going to give them a rose because they were ragging on my fiance? Like, no way. I could not believe. I know. It's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, they're ragging on him because I like him, my fiance. And it's just like, they're ragging on him because you're not even trying to pretend that you're interested in them. Like, it's just how you have to, you're in, you're the bachelorette, okay? Like this is- You're the bachelorette. This With is- great power comes great responsibility. We all know that like Caitlin Bristow picked Sean, Sean B, right? Whatever his last name is, I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> Sean B, <laughs> night one, we knew it was easy before she even was officially the bachelorette. It was Sean, but she still like gave everybody respect and time and made an effort and it's not just about the men that are there it's also about all of the producers that set this thing up for you and all the links that they went in it's about us too that expect this from you i mean i think there are some indicators that point that she might have been pushed this way um but at the end of the day i just think claire is too earnest for this process like she cannot like she is such a one man woman that I don't like, I don't think that she can juggle it. I don't think she can pretend. I think she's to herself, which is a quality that I really appreciate in a person. 
but that does not work within the format of the show in the position that she is put in. In her position. Yeah. In her position. I also wonder, and this was the controversial comment that I was talking about earlier, and I, like, I'm not, I... <sighs> I don't know how to like say it like super delicately because I'm not trying to like be a Yosef and be like, oh, I expect more from the oldest bachelorette. Like, no way. But I do wonder if, because we've been wanting this, right? We've been wanting somebody more mature, somebody that's like lived their life, somebody that knows what they want Mm -hmm. in this seat. And I'm like, oh, maybe knowing what you want is actually not what we need in a lead. Because you know immediately, and then there's like nothing, like like we have nothing else to work with. No, that's so true. And like, again, as like somebody who is a little bit older and um, fell in love with my current boyfriend, like so quickly, Quickly, you know, um, it was because I did know exactly what I was looking for and he filled that spot for me and I didn't want to I didn't at that point I can't even imagine even thinking about anybody right exactly because I'm a little bit older and I'm in this position which sets me up well for you know developing a partnership but like is basically antithetical to what the premise of the show is so I actually think you might be right I think maybe dating maybe Maybe there's like a, maybe there's like a 28, 29. Like, yeah, I feel like we're like, right. We need right on the cusp of 30. Someone that's freaking out about becoming, about turning 30. That's what I need. I think. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously I hope nobody freaks out about that age. It's just a number. I'm just, just, that like really did, that hit me. you know yourself and you know what you want, it's too hard to pretend anymore. Like, and now we know this is a shallow format. Sorry. I mean, I love it and I live for it and it's my life, but it's (laughs) not conducive uh, to people who have done the work, I guess. And yeah, and she has done the work. And again, like all of these things are things that I respect about her, but it's like, yeah, it doesn't make for my, you know, my bachelorette. <laughs> no, it's not the right place for her. So we see Tasha come. I have no idea how this is all going to unfold. Alex, did, I, what- did you see, uh, by the way, did you see uh, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High growing up? No. Okay, there's a very famous scene with Phoebe Cates where she comes out of the pool like dripping in a red bikini. Oh, okay. I heard people, I or I saw people like tweeting about this. Yeah. Okay, it was literally exact, like an exact recreation. Okay. Um, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paris. Anyway, what were you saying? So I okay. What did were you when you saw this? Did you like freak out? I guess like people were having were like this is the most like epic last nine seconds of an episode ever. No, I wasn't freaking out because we knew that it was coming and Tasha's boring. Okay, I, <laughs> okay, I agree. So I'm like to me, I'm like okay, I'm gonna we're gonna do an next tries. Everyone, close your eyes unless you're driving. <laughs> But like close your eyes and like picture like a bachelorette season before social media and like before like like spoilers and all of that and like 
we maybe we hear from like the us weekly that like there's like some drama on set but like we don't know like the extent we're not getting real-time updates like we just know that it's filming right now right and then the season starts and we and it's insane and we see claire and we're like what is going to happen and then we see Tasha pop up out of the water. That to me would have been like so epic if we did not know. Yeah, unfortunately we know. We know, and this goes back to like the beginning, like what we were talking about when they were premiering this or promoting the season. And so I was like, why are they pretending that we don't know? Yeah, like if somebody else, like um, I'm trying to think of anyone else who would have been shocking. Yeah, I mean, literally, if it was anyone other than Tasha, if it was like Jennifer Lawrence or Adele, you know, if it was Adele, Adele. based on her SNL sketch this past weekend coming out of the water, I would have been like, Adele? If it was any other person, I would have lost my mind. But they, they announced they literally entertainment tonight people magazine they announced Tasha as the bachelorette yeah why are they acting like we don't know it's frustrating it's insulting yeah but sorry you know what I think we just have to trust the process and uh and even though I'm very frustrated with Claire I wish the best for Claire I wish the best for Zach J um uh Yosef um can go fuck himself and yes I'm ready for I'm ready to move on basically I'm ready to move on too I think everybody is I will say I I actually so it's like there's a lot of I don't know just rumors I guess we'll call them that Tasha was actually there before things went haywire. So like people are assuming that maybe like, yeah, this like Dale thing was like totally produced or like whatever. I don't know. Obviously like none of us know. I have a sneaking suspicion Zach J didn't even get on a plane. I hope he's back. Yeah. I hope the guy that I liked from the first night with the flats comes back. Uh, <laughs> I hope that journalist, uh, the journalism professor from North Hollywood, who she eliminated at the top of the episode, hope he's back. I think there were a lot of quality guys that Claire let go of because they were not right for her. But that might which be is better. fine, all good. But that might might be better suited for Tasha, and I and I yeah. want to see through for her. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's time. It's just time. We got to move on. Okay. Well, here's the thing, all. Um, we get that we are all uh, in a very anxious state right now um, with the world, and uh, we don't even have the Bachelorette on Tuesday to help us get through what is going to be an incredibly stressful time. So I guess our parting words is do whatever you have to do, regardless of, you know, what you think and feel and believe um, to, to take care of yourself this next week. Mm. Uh, you know, I think um, it, it, it's too hard to not be touched by it. And um, just we're thinking of you, we're thinking of ourselves and, and you know, go back and, and watch Jason Mesnick's season on, on Netflix if you need something to <laughs> make yourself feel better. 
Uh, yeah. But you know that that we are thinking of you and whatever you need to do to detach from the universe because sometimes it's a little too hard to take on. Like, do that for yourself this next week. Um, yeah, definitely. Thanks, Alex. I needed to hear that. <laughs> I'm literally, I just like finished my glass of rose. So I'm feeling more set now. Yeah, I, yeah, I am so, I'm like, I cannot focus. Like, I, my brain is like, I, I'm tired. My, yeah, it's crazy. But thanks for, thanks for uh, being with us every week, you guys. Yeah, guys, we really- You'll see us when you see us, like we said. We don't know. Yes. uh, We have lives. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. (laughs) We have life right now. Um, But we will be back. Uh, Like we said, uh, uh, ABC is taking a break next Tuesday for the election, but The Bachelor will be returning on Thursday, and then um, we'll be back with a recap episode before, before the following Tuesday. Yeah. All right. Well, bye. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe. And of course, the journey doesn't end here. Follow us on social media at Sarah Elizabeth Franklin and at Alex Ryan Frank. See you later. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media. Or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.